1: This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
2: Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis Cats at Night Show. John, are you still there? I am still here. Okay, great. And in studio we have uh, Judge uh, Judge Weinberg. We have Ed Cox, former State GOP Chair. Myself, Lydia Serrani. And on the line with us right now we have a David Rubenstein. He just has a he just came out with a great new book. It's called How to Invest: Masters on the Craft. Welcome to Cats at Night, David Rubenstein.
0: My, my pleasure to be here. Thank you. So,
2: so, Ed Cox, David, you know him, right? Ed
1: Cox here. What makes a good investor? You interviewed the best of them.
0: Well, it's a willingness to go against the grain and willingness to defy conventional wisdom. Obviously, being smart, hardworking helps, and some humility can help because they make mistakes from time to time and they have to move on. But being willing to go against the conventional grain is the most important thing.
2: So willing to take risks, and in the, yeah, and in this market though, it just seems so volatile. You know, you're you're afraid to take those risks. You just want to, whatever money you make, you just want to throw it in the bank.
0: Well, I think the best investors are not doing that. They see this as a great buying opportunity, a once in a generation buying opportunity, because you're going to buy things at 30 percent lower than they were just a couple months ago.
2: Wow, that's an interesting point. Ed Cox or Judge Weinberg?
3: No, I think uh, Mr. Rubenstein. Absolutely correct. I think this is a buying opportunity. I think I'm. I'm not. I'm just a humble lawyer. But it seems to me when you can buy cheaper and you're buying for the long run, you're investing for the long run. That's why I tell my children, just keep buying, put it in a, in a mutual fund and keep buying. Right, well, because what interest are you accumulating in the bank? Cost, and dollar cost and the dollar cost averaging. And you have to remember, you have inflation going crazy. Actually, Your
1: Honor, that raises a good question for David. Do lawyers make good investors, David? <laughs>
0: lawyers um when they're practicing law are not great investors yeah. If lawyers get out of the practice of law and learn how to be investors they can be very good yeah but uh, as a general rule of thumb if you're going to be good at something you have to do it pretty much full-time Hard to do it part-time the most common mistake that the average person lawyers or doctors or dentists make is when the markets are going up they rush in and when the markets are going down they rush out and that's not the right thing to do
1: well uh- T- tell us how you the son of a baltimore postal worker built one of the great private equity firms and in, in the in washington dc no less not in new york how did you do it
0: um a lot of luck i worked in the white house for president carter i went back and practiced law in washington i wasn't good at it so if you're not good at something you don't love it you got to do something that you're good at and you and you love and and you have to find something you really love love doing and i i built the firm because i I was in Washington at the time, and I, I thought I, I, if I'd moved to New York, people wouldn't take me seriously because I hadn't been an investment banker. But in Washington, I could recruit former government people like Jim Baker to join, and that gave us a lot of credibility.
2: Da- David Rubenstein, again, you have a new book out. It's called How to Invest masters on the craft. How do you know what to invest in? I'm, I'm the type of person, I don't, I don't know the markets. I'm still fairly young. I'm okay. afraid, you know, I'm not making like all this money. And so I want to hold on to it. How do you know what to invest in? Because like you said, you do have to have okay. some sort of passion for whatever you are investing in.
0: For the average person, and you might be the average person who is not an investment professional, the best thing to do is to get somebody who manages your money, you put it in a fund or some money manager who really is paying attention, and this is their full-time profession. And you can pick the best funds by looking at the track record of the fund, who's managing, how much money the people who are managing the fund are putting in, and and things like that. But the, the average person should not be holding down a job and trying to pick stocks or bonds because you're not going to do very well. You're not going to beat the market averages. Just beating the market averages is very, very difficult, even for the best investment professionals. For the average person, not really likely to happen. So pick good money managers and give them time to make their, uh, magic work they're not going to be able to do it overnight
3: mr rubenstein you're uh you're much much more than uh, a money manager an investment advisor What you are is, is you're a big uh thinker you're almost a renaissance man you have the tv show we talk about major issues you're a great film topic, uh personality but where do you see this is, these are dangerous and divisive times in america today where do you see the future of america sir
0: Well, it was worse than the Civil War. We lost 3% of our population. Members of Congress were hitting each other on the head during that time. We're not quite there yet. It's not a good situation, uh, honestly. And I think the the elections that are coming up in a couple days are probably going to exacerbate the problem because I suspect we'll have a divided government and that can make it even worse. So I wish I could give you good news, but I I think it's going to be a difficult time for the next couple of years.
1: Isn't that what the Founding Fathers built, though, uh, a a divided government? Didn't Madison purposely do it with our our Constitution that it would end up that way?
0: Well, no, I don't think anybody anticipated this. They also didn't anticipate political parties at the time. But think about it. In the Founding Fathers, when they came along, we only had 3 million people in the country, and we got George Washington, uh, we got uh, James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, Alexander Hamilton, John Jay, Benjamin Franklin. Now we have 330 million people. And what do we have? they wor- are the great people? and world, are the leaders? Yeah,
1: and a world power, too. And back then, we were <laughs> we were very much right. on the defensive and uh, worried about uh, the great powers, England and France. It was a different situation. We, we
0: have, well, the country has problems. There's no doubt about it. Of course, the country always had some problems, but we have 50 million people that have come to this country as immigrants, and they're not leaving the country. Very few people ever leave the country. So while we have lots of problems, people are still rushing to join this country and to try to be citizens of it. So Despite all our problems, we were better than many of the alternatives or most of the alternatives.
2: Absolutely. We are still and always will be the greatest country in the world. Thank you so much, David Rubenstein. No, your, again, your book is How to Invest Masters on the Craft. And where can we find your book?
0: Amazon or any bookstore.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much, sir. Thank and come you. back anytime.
0: Thank you. Bye. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.